to change gears now and we're looking at um, the school pregnancy rates, the teenage, the teenage pregnancy rates in schools and Love Life being the latest organization to uh, raise its voice and they're calling on um, the new pol- the new policies that have been gazetted by the Department of Basic Education to be adhered to and among them include that when um, teenagers under the age of 16 have fallen pregnant that this needs to be reported to local authorities by teachers. Of course, there have been different opinions around whether or not these are fair expectations to place on teachers. Let me find out exactly what Love Life has in mind. The CEO of that organization, Dr. Linda Ngube Ngomu, joins us on the line. Good morning and thank you so much for making time to speak to us uh, this morning. Good morning, Kathy. A blessed 2022 to you. And thank you for the opportunity to talk about um, teenage pregnancies and not just the responsibility of of teachers, Mm. but how we think it could be expanded across the board. It's such an important conversation to have as already, of course, uh, many of our schools are getting ready to reopen their doors, some of them uh, this coming Wednesday. So when you talk about these policies needing to be adhered to, is there a sense of concern about what will happen because there they does seem to be reservation around the role of teachers and the extent to which they are willing to put themselves um, you know in that position of being the ones who report these matters to police because uh, as we've heard from even callers on this show they don't want to take responsibility for what may be the fallout from this these kind reporting the uh, reporting these pregnancies Kathy, that's really the issue that we face as a country is that nobody wants to to take the ultimate responsibility for the well-being. And and let's not call it learners. Let's call it children Mm. who are being sexually abused and resulting in pregnancies. So from where we stand, the policy is a good start. It's a step in the right direction. But it's not enough because by the time the school gets to know that a learner is pregnant, this poor child's probably being abused for, for who knows how long on end. And I really think that we need to expand this to say any adult of sound mind who knows of a child that's in a position where they're being abused, whether it's sexually, mentally or otherwise, has got the onus to report it to the authorities. When you and I start being held accountable and being charged as complicit, in the in the abuse of children maybe we'll start to 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 make a headway but at this point in time this is what we have this is what we need to work with and i think as a as an educate as educators we need to look at this as being looking after the holistic well-being of our learners Mm. there has been an argument being made that you know even though it is considered statutory rape when it, you know, when a, a young girl under the age of, 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 of 16 has fallen pregnant, there doesn't seem to be a clear way for resolving these matters when it is another minor who has impregnated the young girl. That's true, Kathy, and that's why it then becomes so important that young, young, young people 
are taught around their sexual rights and reproductive health and rights and responsibilities so that we can actually deal and focus more on prevention rather than on management after the fact. And I think this is where, again, you know, we need to be supporting government when they do try to put these initiatives in place. They may may not be done in the way that we would prefer as parents. I mean, if you remember around 2019, 2020, parents were up in arms because the Department of Education was really wanting to introduce comprehensive sexuality education in schools and didn't take the time to understand what the department was trying to achieve. But what the department was trying to achieve was ensuring age-appropriate understanding of uh, sexuality and sexual abuse so that a child who is nine years old does not end up in a state facility giving birth because they don't know what's been happening to them and in the meantime they've fallen pregnant. So I really think that, you know, we need to uh, link arms as society, as families, as neighbours, as well as the education system in ensuring that young people are protected but they're also empowered with education and understand that when you get involved in sexual relationships at a young age, you're going to end up with two teens that are parents and are really not in a position to cope with parenthood. Mm. I want us to go back to the role of teachers and the kind of support, I think, holistically that is needed in schools in order for this policy that has been gazetted to actually find um, the room to be fully to, to be fully implemented because again we also are looking at a situation where we know the a lot of pregnancies of young girls in schools are as a result of sexual relationships with teachers as well that's part of what the findings of of various reports have have told us and that mm-hmm. that also contributes to why there's a hesitance that we have seen to go forward and report these matters because that should be happening anyway with or without the policy? Exactly, Cathy. It should be happening with or without a policy. The minute we've got a situation where a child under the age of 16, because remember the Children's Act says a child is a child until they're 18. So as long as they're under the age of 16, then it needs to be reported. And that's where the complicity of other role players needs to come into the fore. Because if the child has got parents who don't want a case to be opened against the teacher, what, what, what's anybody going to do around that? Mm. If parents are take grandmothers are the ones who are going to register the child as they own because they know they're underage, what's the state going to do? You know, the hands kind of uh, become tied. But if we could really, and I keep harping on this point, because if a mother and a neighbor and a teacher and everybody else is now sitting with the risk of being called an accomplice to a crime against a child, we might just start to turn this tide that we currently face of adults being the ones that are covering up the acts of abuse that are being done to children. And, and we need to get this kind of understanding of policy, of understanding legislation, right down to a point where People that don't have access to the internet and to the TV and are able to watch these things can hear it discussed in community meetings, can hear it discussed on community radio stations, so that people understand that we no longer live in a world, in a society, 
where a 14-year-old can be married off and is culturally acceptable. It is legally unacceptable and a chargeable offence. What kind of support do you believe needs to be in schools in order to do this? Because the disclosure of such, you know, such a pregnancy is just one part of the process. And there are so many other factors that even um, the, the, the learn in this instance will need. There's so much that the support that their family will need mm-hmm. and also the school in and of itself. So to me, it seems like there needs to be infrastructure around mm-hmm. a, a policy like this to ensure that in the end, it does succeed and it, it, it's able to accomplish what it, it set out to. We definitely do need the psychosocial support for, for the learners. That goes without a shadow of doubt. And, um, and uh, whether it, uh, in, in a situation where both you know, the, the father and, the, and, 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 and uh, the mother of the child are teenagers, we must not leave the boys behind in this conversation of support through the pregnancy. We need to make sure that there is also the uh, prenatal care that's given to the, to the prospective mother we need to inform the families around the options, the safe options that are available to, um, to, 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 to young teenagers, including the option to consider termination of, of pregnancy um, as, as the reality that may need to be faced. But that, again, needs to come with psychosocial support and the understanding of what will happen to a person mentally and physically should they go with the option of terminating. There needs to be the support. In some instances, food is a real issue that we cannot run away from. So ensuring that this pregnant mother is, is got the proper nourishment to have a fighting chance of remaining healthy during and after the pregnancy, as well as of the baby that they will deliver. And of course, the justice system coming into play to hold perpetrators to book mm. as the need may be. And, and you know, you, you've touched on this issue of denialism that often exists, not just in society, but I think it's also reflected when we see the responses to school of schools to um, teenage pregnancies, that there is a denialism about what is happening in the society and has, you know, that extends itself to the school premises. What do we need mm. to do to to lift the veil on that denialism so that there can be honest conversations taking place. Your organization has been doing this work for a very long time. What are we not getting right that allows um, us to be to, to find ourselves as a, as a society consistently in this position? So, Kathy, so I think some of, our, of what we may uh, name denialism may actually be the, I mean, this is a complex situation. So let me just focus on one aspect of what we may term denialism by sharing with you a, a real story that I heard um, in, in, in remember a couple of, probably two years ago of a mother who had cattle that needed to be looked after, but didn't have the money to pay the man that would look after those cattle. So she gave that child, that man, her nine-year-old as the payment. And, and that, that's a case of, of a mother that, probably doesn't understand that you know what your nine-year-old is a child and if you're going to be giving any man a person as payment give yourself as the payment rather than the child then there's the denialism that comes from a moral perspective that says 
my child can't be having sex. And if they go to school and they told uh, taught about sex, we're going to be pushing them to be having sex. And, and that's not what the intention is. The intention is to educate and create awareness so that young people can make informed decisions. Whether or not we talk to them about sex, they're going to have sex. But they're going to come from an uninformed perspective, whereas if we taught them about delay your first sexual debut so that you're old enough to understand what it's doing and you've got a fighting chance of finishing school. Use contraceptives. Do this. We stand a better chance of prevention than when we bury our heads in the sand and hope that they're not going to have sex if we don't talk to them about it. Dr. Linda Ngube Ngomu is the CEO of Love Life. Thank you so much for uh, coming on to the show today and also speaking about that issue. So a lot of expectations then on teachers following uh, and really school staff and and and, and officials of schools are following uh, the gazetting of that policy. But of course, we have seen uh, some backlash against it. Some organizations saying that actually um, it is wrong for the government to implement this policy and that is it's an unfair expectation to place on school officials and that it will not solve the problem of teen pregnancies and in some instances also the rape of minors but we have to start somewhere you know we have to start somewhere in the in the absence of any other legislation that compels for this con- for um for these disclosures to be made how else can we see realistically a change in what some young people are having to go through and having to face because yes there may be instances where it was a consensual but certainly um, part of the research suggests that there is wide-scale abuse and rape of minors in this country and some of it results in these pregnancies and it's something that we, we simply cannot deny. I'm going to take a couple of WhatsApp voice notes. We're aging towards 11.30. Luyanda Maume is standing by and he'll have your latest headlines as well.